Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. I'm just kind of playing with some theories, right? It's not in the Bible. Some of this we don't know for sure. We're not told that God had already prepared Joseph for this, but we know how God generally works in people's lives. Things don't just usually don't just come out of left field. God is is working over a period of time. We may not understand it until all of a sudden, boom, we see it and it's all clear. And now we connect the dots and we see it all. It's like, man, he's been working on me for 10 years. While many of us are caught completely off guard when disaster strikes, we can take heart in knowing that God prepares us leading up to that point. As Pastor Robert will teach you in his message today, many of the trials or tests that God allows you to go through are preceded by him working in and through you. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter one with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. Verse 20, we just read it. While he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take to you Mary, your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit, and she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. So all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. Now, see, I, I love the fact, in, you know, and we talked about this last week. We'll talk about it again next week. Matthew makes a point of referring back to the Jewish Bible, the Jewish scriptures. He goes back to the Old Testament. He reminds them, this is what the prophet foretold. Jesus fulfilled these prophecies. He keeps pointing back to make sure nobody misses the fact that prophecies were being fulfilled all through the life of Jesus, starting with his birth. And right here, he's pointing us back hundreds of years. Isaiah chapter seven, verse 14 says, therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. Now it struck me just knowing how God works in situations that I bet Joseph, and I I can't prove this, it's not in the Bible, but I just wonder if maybe Joseph was already thinking about this prophecy. Because even though he wasn't a Bible scholar, he was just an ordinary guy, he would have known this prophecy because he had a heart for God and the Jewish people were waiting on Messiah. And what this angel had said to him is, you're gonna be a father to the Messiah. Again, the character of Joseph. He was a man of faith. 
So, I mean, how many times, you know, we, we have a dream, maybe it's some crazy, radical, weird dream, whatever, and then you wake up, and what do you think? Anybody? Man, that was a word from God. I got to change everything. No, not usually, right? Usually what we think is, man, that was a crazy dream. What was that about? But see, we think to ourselves that 2,000 years ago, well, people were, they were much more spiritual, much more simple. And so when an angel came, he knew it was an angel. I mean, he just, they just believed. No. See, we make the mistake sometimes. I think in our arrogance, to be quite honest, we think that people who lived 1,000 years ago, 2,000 years ago, 3,000 years ago, we think they were dumber than we are, more simple-minded, not as sophisticated. We flatter ourselves. They were smarter than us. We're the ones who have been dumbed down both by biology as the human genome, our DNA deteriorates and dies slowly but surely, but also just by the world in which we live. I mean, think about it. I think television alone dumbs down humanity at an alarming rate, you know, and then add to that everything else that we have these days. I told my wife I was thinking about getting one of those little televisions to put in my, little, in my man cave. And she said, oh, no, you don't. I'd never see you again. What she doesn't know, check that out. Netflix, I'm good to go. But you guys understand what I'm saying? Joseph was not stupid. Joseph was not a simple-minded. He just, an angel came to me in a dream. No, I believe God prepared Joseph for this. I think the very minute he heard about Mary's pregnancy, it's quite possible that this prophecy came to mind. I think it was something that God brought to his mind that he was already contemplating. And then when he has this dream and the angel actually goes into some detail and gets specific, Joseph, he just knew this is real. This is true. Because see, what we know for certain, a lot of this, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm just kind of playing with some theories, right? It's not in the Bible. Some of this we don't know for sure. We're not told that God had already prepared Joseph for this. But we know how God generally works in people's lives. Things don't just, usually don't just come out of left field. God is, is working over a period of time. We may not understand it until all of a sudden, boom, we see it and it's all clear. And now we connect the dots and we see it all. It's like, man, he's been working on me for 10 years toward this. But we don't know for sure exactly how he went about it. What we do know for certain is that Joseph woke up and followed through with that wedding. He accepted the call and the responsibility that God placed upon his life. And it behooves us to take a step back and think about the magnitude of the call. What was it that Joseph was saying yes to? Because what the angel told him was, you're going to name him Jesus because he's going to save his people from their sins. Who can save people from their sins? Only God. 
Joseph was given more understanding just in that one little thing than many of the Pharisees, experts in the Jewish law had. Messiah is going to be the Son of God. See, they hadn't understood that previously. The anointed one of Israel, the Messiah, their Savior, actually going to be God in the flesh. Joseph was being asked to serve as the earthly father, the earthly provider and protector to the Savior of the world, the Son of God. And I'm sure as he processed it, it it, it was confusing, and he didn't understand all the details of it, but I promise you he understood that this was a lot more than he signed up for when he agreed to marry that little girl, right? Oh, shoot. This was big. Joseph was just an ordinary guy. He wasn't an expert on the Jewish law. He wasn't an expert on the law of Moses, on the the Jewish scriptures. Do you understand? Joseph was just a carpenter. Why me? I'm not even a priest. I'm I'm just a carpenter. But he loved God enough to trust him and be obedient to the call. And that was the priority. That's always the priority. Because after all, we're talking about the infinite, omnipotent creator of everything. And as I've said so many times before, if you're too dumb to complete the task that he has assigned to you, be of good courage. He intends to make you smarter. And he can do that because that's who he is. He will give you a greater intelligence than you possess if that is required in order to complete the task to which you've been assigned. He is almighty God. It's a beautiful thing when he asks more of us than we think we're capable of doing. And quite often he does. And our reaction to it is something along the lines of, that's crazy, I can't do that. You find yourself thinking that way, realize what's happening. God is about to bless you. He's about to increase your abilities. He's about to increase your capacities because nothing's impossible for him. been listening to Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain. During this season that's filled with uncertainty, we know that one thing is unchanged. God is in control. We encourage you to take time daily to spend in the Word, in prayer. As with many churches across our nation, Calvary Miami Beach is holding church online. We'd love for you to join us. Go to calvarymiamibeach.org to connect to our Sunday virtual service and be sure to visit and subscribe to our YouTube channel for more messages. We also know how essential prayer is during this time and we want you to know we're already praying for you. Is there anything specific we can be lifting up to the Lord? Please let us know through our prayer request form at calvarymiamibeach.org. Would you do the same for us? 
please keep Pastor Robert and our church staff in your prayers, as well as our nation's leaders and those affected by this virus. Thank you for praying, and if you feel led to support Main Thing Radio financially during this time, we would be grateful. You can donate online at calvarymiamibeach.org. That's all for today. Thanks for tuning in to Main Thing Radio.